0: We are back on another episode of the Clarence Benches podcast. As always, I'm your host Ross Castings, I'm joined, we got the OG Tutu with us, and we got Justin, or at Notorious JMT on Twitter. I am at Ross Castings on Twitter. Blazing your
1: little twittering stuff, man! I don't know what it
2: is. Justin's a good follow, man. I if just want to see stuff. me just comment about nonsense Trump things and every now and then kind of 49ers stuff every now and then just like a sad 49ers tweet that's irrelevant that floats into the interwebs hit me up if me a follow
1: hey I'll, I'll I'll snap twit y'all as much oh, as you want oh shut up oh yeah oh, yeah Matthew's so cool he, he's not on the Snapchat or the, the snap insta snaps. <laughs> yeah, snap SnapFace. In- snap face that's <laughs> what uh, Belichick called <laughs> the insta tweet yeah I don't insta the insta space I don't insta you're not on my book pictogram
2: I'm on Exchangegram yeah, if you want to follow yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, on the line.
1: What a what a what a picture. Is that where they have the pictures on yeah. the internet, right? You can take oh, them
2: simultaneously apps. and put it on the line or on, not on the
1: line. On the line. Yeah, on the but line. But they're on yeah. the line for everybody well, to see it. Well you have
2: to be on the line in order to see it or else you're on some other weird app. But Exchangegram is strictly on the line. On so the what line. is this
1: tweetering then?
2: I don't know, but I'll find out from okay. Ross and I'll tell you after that. the show.
1: Appreciate that. <laughs>
2: but
0: um, we're here. We're gonna do some NFL stuff. Justin and I just cracked a beer. Matthew looks like he's about to crack one as well. Um I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a he's second. Waiting for There's a hot something, something I'm
1: waiting for you to say.
0: Well, we're gonna get into what this, happened on to this Broncos and Raiders game. Oh, was a, that a victory crack? That was a
1: victory crack. Wow. A Broncos sixteen to ten win. Year.
0: Sixteen to ten win for the Broncos. Yeah. Should have been uh Oh God! I'm sorry. You guys know we just did a, a baseball podcast. Uh, Sanchez, the catcher for the Yankees, literally just wore a ball straight to the nuts. That did not; he, it didn't hit anything, and the pitcher's reaction was pretty amazing, as well. Sorry, bad radio, but that was pretty good there. Um, let's go, Broncos. 16 to 10. They start They start off. They get the ball. They start off hot. Uh, well, they punt the first one, force another three and out. Trevor gets it,
2: and he finds AJ Derby, possibly the catch of the year. Yeah, catch the of the week, absolutely.
0: AJ Derby made a catch that only Odell Beckham so far. How
1: catch. how big do your hands have to be to do that? They got to be big. He and literally,
2: you got to just catch the ball just right because he, he caught it right at the nose. He and it just did It didn't even move. It was fantastic. It was, and, and he didn't even bring it into his body yeah, until that's the what, end.
1: That's what's crazy is he just. He just catches it, and you're waiting for him to bring it back. Or, or fall out of bounds or something. something. No, he just kept and he the
2: just rope it. going. He and just balled the ball. Yeah, and then he had a Gronk spike.
1: All right, yeah, and
2: you know, that, that play, Derby, that was, that was pretty unreal. Um, My favorite thing about that play wasn't actually the catch. It was the play design. It was a play action. They had Derby lined up as fullback. Such a great play And you do time. a wheel, wheel route with a fullback, slash tight end, H-back, whatever you want to call it, Derby. I thought that was an awesome play design, especially well, we, it, given the fact that you were just outside the red zone. You were kind of expecting a C.J. Anderson run or maybe like a spider two wide guy. banana action instead. Yeah. Instead of that flat route, they had him go up the, uh, up the wheel and that was just a perfect play. Perfect, Not a perfect throw, good throw, but what a catch by It was Deer. a
0: good enough throw that it, he was it, able to make a play yep. on it. Um, you're not going to hear many good things I'm going to say about Simeon today. That's as normal. But, Broncos get up 7-0. Um, Broncos end up getting up 10-0. And then they end up going getting a 3-and-out again. And you have a punt by Riley Dixon pinned down at the 1-yard line. And this vaunted defense that we've had, who, granted, this is probably the stat of the first quarter of the season to me that is just shows how good the Broncos have been. And we were so bad at stopping the run last year, but this year you've faced a guy in Melvin Melvin Gordon, Ezekiel Elliott, um, LaShawn McCoy, and Marshawn Lynch. They have 12 Pro Bowls between the four of them, and you've held the four of them total to 95 yards and zero touchdowns, unless you want to count the receiving touchdown from Melvin Gordon in week one. But 95 yards on the ground total between those four guys.
1: Well, hell, isn't the first play that Melvin Gordon had, isn't that like 17 yards? The first
2: play was like a 22-yard yeah, run, yeah. and I remember uh, it was either Romo or Nance said if you were to negate that run, uh, rushers, running backs, whatever, are averaging under 1.9 or 1.6, one of those like extremely low numbers mm-hmm. per carry against the Broncos defense, which is Absolutely phenomenal. It's amazing. And then when you take into account that the real strength of the defense is the secondary, mm-hmm. as far as like personnel goes and matchups, that's that's a really dangerous combo. Well,
0: we said it on the last podcast, too. I think that the best free agent signing they made was Domitop Pecco. I know he was much maligned in Cincinnati last year. People didn't like the way he was playing. But now, and Vance Joseph even said it, he came from a 4-3 where he was asked to cover a couple gaps. Now he's asked to just attack that center and move that center out of the way and let his linebackers go and make plays. And that's what he's doing. And and that's why I think the big um, improvement has happened to the uh to the to the Rundy, but Romo freaked out about it. We're we're not we're, they have 99 yards to go. First down. They go empty. Five wide down there on the mm, first play. Move. And you're and you're given a cushion that's too big, and they throw in a, a ten-yard pass right away. Mm-hmm. That you know, that's and get, don't get me wrong. You guys both played college football as a DB. Are you not going after that? Are you not just breaking quick
2: on that because you know he's going to have to get rid of the ball quick? You can't hold the ball, especially with Von Miller there. You're kind of flipping a coin there, where you either go after it really quick because you know he's getting the ball out, or you never know. They could be, and granted, you you kind of set this up. Because you are playing against an empty formation. So maybe you are jumping a route there. But you also don't want to jump a route. You don't want to assume a route, especially when they're deep in their territory. What if they do a double move? True. And then you're looking in the backfield and you just give up a night? True, but
0: the thing the thing that I would go with is you assume when you have a guy like Von Miller and well, Jack and Barrett empty. out there you're that right. they're going to get home when they don't have... They're singled up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. for the most part. I mean, unless you're keeping a tight end in, but they didn't because they threw the tight end for the right. first down. So, I, I I was questioning. They played a little too much zone for my I side. I mean, just
1: from just from my general point of view, if you got a team at the one yard line, that that team is going to look at it as a as a victory if they get one or two first downs because they are now not You're they've gotten the out of they've gotten out of backed up. Um, so whether you know, no matter how your DBs are playing, it's not good when you give up
0: on first down. Yeah, Especially first down the first on the first player. play.
1: Yeah. Um, because they've already they've already won before it even no. started. Because now now they are not no longer backed up.
0: Don't get me wrong. If if, but if they cause an incompletion there, let's say, or even a short pass for maybe two three yards, you're still backed up yeah. super far. Are they not conceding? The thing now when running know. the ball they might,
2: they might run a draw or something the second play and, and kind of go for.
0: Aren't they? Aren't they like okay? We don't want to make a mistake down here yeah. and give them well, yeah. this Absolutely. short
1: of a field. But that's why that's why Roma was jizzing his pants when they went empty on the first play too, because you aren't you aren't typically going to do well, that.
2: And I and I liked it, and I think Del Rio is an aggressive coach, and he it kind of bit him in the ass this game because he gave up what you would think would be an easy three points mm-hmm. in Denver early in the game when it was only a 7-0 game, It was.
0: It was, 10, it was 10-0. Was it 10-0 already? 10-0. And no,
2: he, no, no, no. I thought it was 7-0. It yeah, could have been. I thought it was 10-0, but well, still. Either way, he should have taken the points, especially going against that like, could of a defense. But I did like the fact that they were aggressive on the one-yard line, and, and you know I think they got points out of that drive. They <laughs> they threw the 60-plus-yard touchdown yeah.
0: pass. Car Carr threw a touchdown to 64-yard touchdown to... Holton. and yeah. I don't that guy had one catch for 64 yards in a touchdown yeah, that's all you need so 10-7 um, game there we go down we get a field goal and we end the half at uh, 13 13-7 mm-hmm. Um, you know I, I'm just going to say this CJ Anderson I get that he had 95 yards on 20 on 20 carries That forty yard run that he has, just to me, he's not he's not a starter for for, for my team. Jamal Charles looked so good in my opinion. I mean, five carries, thirty three yards, sixteen yard run. And he hasn't been the guy that's been able to get into the space. C.J. got into space, got 40 yards. He did it last week, and he got like 31 and then didn't do anything or that's something right. like that. I mean, C.J. gets into space, and he can't do anything with it. He'll get caught from behind. He will get caught from yeah, behind Yeah, he's not time. that type
2: of back. He's, you know, if he's in space, that's mm-hmm. more like icing on the cake. For C.J., he does a pretty good job of setting up his blocks when he's between tackles. But, he also usually falls forward. So he's a good back. He, I agree with you, though. I've never been a C.J. Anderson fan, per se. I, I don't think he's a traditional workhorse. I think he's kind of a, kind of a. I think he's a perfect backup running back in that he can get the short yardage. He can fill in for a few series and plays. He's been playing great this year, though. Over other than that, um, last week and Buffalo was obviously his worst game, but the whole offense struggled. So. I don't know. I think I think the hype around Jamal Charles is slightly uh, a little overblown because he's had a few flashy runs. But other than that, I think CJ's the better back for this offense right now. But I think Denver's in a good situation because they have a healthy Booker, a healthy CJ, and a healthy Anderson to where they're not really relying on just one guy the whole time.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and that's kind of the thing with Jamal is I I agree that Jamal probably needs a couple more carries, but he's... CJ had what 20 carries this game I think. He had 20. You, you you aren't you aren't running Jamal 20 carries right now. Absolutely. And that's cuz you want you want him to play this season. You don't Correct. you don't but if, you don't need him to run 20 carries this game. If you take away
0: CJ's 40-yard run, he's averaging 2.9 yards a carry the rest of the game.
2: That's true. I mean that's that's obviously going to help his stats. Um I, I don't know. I think every now and then CJ surprises me whether it's in a good way or a bad way where I'm like, wow, that was actually a really impressive run by CJ there. But at the same time, then he'll come back with just he'll go down with an arm tackle and then he'll be like tapping his helmet to come out one play later. So Absolutely. It, he's definitely not a consistent back, but you know, he does everything really he's like a poor man's Frank Gore. Yeah. In my opinion. He's I not agree. fast. He's pretty elusive for his size. But I never thought he catches got, the ball. Huh? No, well he did, but he, he catches the ball pretty well. Um and he, he's not a bad pass blocker by any stretch, so no. I think he's a pretty good back, but like I said, like I don't know if he's like your, your workhorse uh, star running back, but he's your you don't necessarily right need that. He's right.
1: your one right now. No. He question. will be, and that's and that's fine. And he's uh you know, I think I'm kind of like you guys that I've never been the biggest CJ fan, but mm-hmm. I, I think he's ran really well. I think he's ran well this year. I mean I on third and one, and I know that Ross you'll you can hash this over all day. Because um, I know how you feel about this, but uh, on third and one, you never really feel great when CJ's, you know, six no. yards back because he, for whatever reason, he tiptoes. He patter, he he's like Brandon there.
2: Jacobs when it comes to short yardage. For some reason, he just doesn't convert it, which um, doesn't make sense considering he's, his build and his running style. The only
0: time I've seen him run super hard on a. Short yardage down was in the playoff game against the Colts, and it was a fourth and one, and they threw him oh, the ball, and he play. he was stuffed up and made a couple moves and was barely able to get it. And since then, he he just doesn't put his nose in there. I would much rather feel, I would feel better with Janovich or Jamal Charles or Devontae Booker going for from short yardage than CJ.
1: But but with the exception of the short, short yardage stuff, I feel like he's ran aggressive, and I feel like he's ran hard. He has. This year. He I has. think he's looked better than. Maybe he ever has. You know, I think, uh, I think he, it is
0: the Super Bowl run. He was pretty damn good.
1: He was, actually he was he was he was you were well. I mean, if you look at his stats from the Super Bowl run, they're very impressive. He also
2: had one big run there too. I remember that yeah. on the left side, the near sideline. But I don't know. At the end of the day, I think CJ is uh, is a pretty good back. The offensive line is obviously improved from last year. It's by no stretch a finished product, but. I think that they've done a pretty good job overall. They've kind of been beat up, which is concerning. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like, the offense has been, you know, I would give them, obviously, a passing grade. The Buffalo game was ugly, but they did pretty well, well this in game this game. by too. not. But they, my point is they weren't really putting the ball. They weren't, they weren't taking a lot of risks. They weren't putting the ball on the ground. They weren't throwing interceptions. My so thing is, it wasn't an ugly game offensively. It was just a boring game, a methodical game. Well, it
0: was a lot of three and outs like it was, it it, was. last year with, with Simeon. And when you have the ball at the 15 after Marquette King uh, throws the ball at um, uh, Janovich after a fake punt that doesn't work, and you get zero points out of it. And then after you have a punt return by Isaiah, by Isaiah McKenzie that sets you up at the 30-yard line, and you get three points out of it. For me, as a quarterback, he has to capitalize on that, and he has not done that. He's not, he doesn't have the instinct to just be a killer. He's not a killer out there. You've got
1: to be better in the red zone. I mean, if, that, if that's your point, you've got to be better in the red zone. I think you've done a pretty good job all year of moving the ball. I mean, your third down no conversion, conversion rate. Better. I don't know what your third down conversion rate is, but it's good. It's got to be like I mean, it's got to be like top ten in the league for sure. The offense like has you, been pretty good. You've moved the ball, so yeah. I, I don't think the three. I don't think there's really a three and out problem. I think that's actually good. I think you've been good there, and I think it lets you rest your defense a little bit more. So it lets them be good because that was the problem last year. If you're talking about last year, the problem was is you kept your defense on the field the whole game. I
2: think a lot of people were expecting a really big blowout game from the Broncos offense because they saw. The Raiders get obliterated Sunday night in Washington, but that's that offense is literally the exact opposite of Denver. They don't run, sh- they don't run under center a lot. Broncos they're are four. Pass- see, they're passing the ball way more than the Broncos are. They're a more aggressive, air attack, and they have absolutely no run game. Whereas the Broncos are s- basically the exact opposite, where they have weapons in the air game, but they don't really utilize them, uh, mostly because of game planning. I think Simeon obviously needs to take more shots, but. They run the ball, they try to control the clock because they're playing to their advantages. They have a great defense. There's no reason to be airing it out when you have a great defense. You want to you want to limit the game, make it a slower, less plays equals less like opportunity for the offense to lose the game. Well, when
0: you're play, when you're playing 28
2: million dollars to your wide receivers, I think that's well, a reason to take some shots. And well, I I, I I would agree normally, but if you have that defense, maybe you only
0: take a few shots. Well, then you. it's then it's time to move at least one of them. If you're going to pay that much to
2: your offense, I mean... Sure, could, but then where do you put that money? Offensive line. Yeah, but I mean, it's tough to find free agent offensive linemen, and they're always expensive. I'll go and trade for Joe Thomas. I'll give a one and a well, three Well, you could have right done now. that years ago, but... They should have, and they yeah, got... You want a low ball low That's, ball that's a
1: pipe dream. That's it's a pipe gonna dream. That's not going to happen.
0: I'm just saying, I, you know, you're asking me that... Stevenson, or Stevenson obviously played one play and was horrible, and um, the other guy from Oakland was... Not uh, Watson someone? has been just as bad. Oh no. yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. pass, in pass yeah. blocking, he's yeah. Oh, no, he's been a great, he's been he's line. been a great run blocker, but he's been horrible in the pa- in pass protection. And Max Garcia is trash as it's well. Terrible. So Stevenson,
2: Garcia, Watson. It's a revolving door. That
0: that right side of the offensive line is as bad as I think I've ever seen.
2: Well, have you been watching the Giants this year? That's the left side, bro. Or the Seahawks? That's the every side. Okay, <laughs>
0: okay. But but just for those two players, yeah, there's, it's, are those it's two rough. players – I mean, Watson probably is starting on one of them. Max Garcia is not starting on one of those offensive lines.
1: I don't um, know because you're – I mean, Max Garcia is still starting here and you yeah. you got a guy that subs in with him that was a starter last year for the Eagles.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I'm just not – I, I, I don't think Garcia can do anything. Like, he's just not doing anything well. There's multiple plays uh, where I've seen him – Just get run straight through. You have two guys coming through that side because
2: Watson's hardly touching anyone. We had Mack and... It's concerning, man. The pass protection is pretty scary uh, on that right side. The left side's been pretty impressive for the most part. Uh, But the run blocking's been better than last year and I think that kind of gets to my original point is if you can run the ball, if you can control the clock, hopefully play field position, you have that great defense especially when you're at home. It's not going to be flashy. But it's a win, and I just don't think the Broncos necessarily have the, the offensive line to really be dominant offensively. I think they have the weapons that can obviously be game breakers in DT and Sanders. I think CJ's above, above average to pretty good running back. JC's obviously coming in and spelling him and doing a good job. But you know, this is a team that's going to win off a of field position, off of turnovers, and off of defense. And, you know, it's not every week that you're going to have the offense be on fire like they were the first two weeks. I think the last two weeks are more of a realistic depiction of what the team is actually going to be this season.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just looking at it. And also on Simeon, A.J. Derby's your leading receiver, granted, yeah, he made that great catch for a touchdown. And he also had another 29-yard reception. He went four catches for 75 yards and a touchdown, which... I've said it all year, it's encouraging that the tight end is finally being used again. Because yeah. it's been a wasteland ever since um, Julius
2: has left. But do you think it's actually back? I don't. I think it's random. The first game was hysterical because there was like three tight ends that had multiple receptions. It was, it was, I was like, what the hell are we watching the, here? The, the but three you're designing ends. Plays which was you're great. Which was great. Plays and, and, and Trevor made some good passes up the seam to those guys. But then... Last couple games, the tight ends haven't necessarily been a big part of the game plan. And then, you know, last week, outside of that great catch, like, where were the tight ends? I don't think they did much after that. No, because, I
0: mean, you look, there's not even a target, 10 want other than Derby. Derby caught 4-4 four four for 75 and a touchdown.
2: Yeah, he had a good game, but the, the rest is just kind of odd.
0: For me, I mean, you look, DT had one, one reception on three targets. Um... Sanders had four for twenty-seven, which he shouldn't have caught the one because that was the one where Simeon got the ball batted up in the air. True, um, and that's a that's just another topic. Simeon needs to be better than that because um, that was in his face. And I'm just uh, you know the I mean, guy. He's
1: gonna be. He's a what six foot. Also, you know, you're gonna I'm... say that
0: he's an undersized
1: quarterback. That he's gonna there's gonna be balls batted. There so is. I know
2: I know this. We're gonna probably go down a rabbit hole here, but this team is not three and one with Paxton Lynch as the starting. Oh, game. I'm not saying they are. That's all I'm saying. Trevor, you could, you could he has his flaws, but I think the first two games he played as good as you could ever hope because he was smart. He had he had two ugly turnovers, but I thought he played really well. He used his legs. He was he was like making the right reads. He had some great throws against the Chargers. Particularly up the scene to the tight ends, like we mentioned, I just don't. I just don't think like what what can you realistically ask for? As it's very tough for NFL fans to expect, you know, uh, basically free Peyton Manning to come on your team every year. I mean, you have to kind of live with the peaks and valleys of the normal NFL quarterback. It's I don't very think difficult.
0: he's even a normal NFL quarterback, though. I, oh, don't I, think I disagree. He's really? I think I
2: think he is like a perfect. He's he's a step above a bridge quarterback. A bridge quarterback. Is, oh, I think he is a bridge no, quarterback. No 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 no. I think he's slightly above that. Where he's a bridge. You want him to be a bridge, but he plays better than that. So you you roll with him another year. And I think that's exactly what's happened here in Denver. I think he is Kyle Orton. And I would say Kyle Orton is slightly above a bridge. Okay, well, slightly above. I'm not I'm, saying he's going to be in the future, but you could get to the playoffs with Kyle Orton.
1: I think I don't think, know if he ever did, but I
2: think he could get there. I mean, he 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 was the quarterback
0: for that Bears team for the majority of the season because Grossman got hurt. And it's true.
1: I think Trevor Simeon is more like an Alex Smith. No, don't I think give him that. Much I think credit. he's.
2: I think he's. Don't give him that much. First credit. year Harbaugh Alex Smith. 'Cause that was when he wasn't turning the ball over, he was playing pretty smart. But I don't and this year Alex Smith, we're talking different. Well stories, I don't obviously. I'm sure But I'm, I'm just, just saying like, like, I'm saying the first year or two of good Alex Smith, I agree with you. I completely agree. He's athletic enough to, to get the mm-hmm. extra yards on the ground. Little he's not gonna be running the gonna side, runnin a read it, or, you know? option or mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. like that. Doesn't have a strong arm, mm-hmm. but he's pretty accurate overall. I think I think he's a he's a poor man's
1: Alex Smith. That's a I really mean good and I, th- I think you can win. I think you, you can win. It's with proven. But, it's okay, <laughs> so
0: do you have any response to last week against the Bills? What the fuck was he doing on those two interceptions? I'll play?
2: just say I didn't watch one second of that game. I was on the way back from the mountains, and I heard it on the radio. And Dave Logan was like, "I don't know what Trevor was thinking right there." So I I assume it was ugly, and I heard from multiple were, fans that they were just atrocious plays. <laughs> Maybe it's as simple as home road. Maybe it's as simple as game script. If he's coming back, it's tougher for him and the pressure's down. But I think he's, you know, on a scale of one to ten, he's a six point eight to like seven point eight.
0: Well, so and when I, in that game against the Bills, he threw the first interception across his body, and that was a just a horrible decision. Yeah, just a dumb decision. I, the The one I'm pissed about is the one that eliminates you from the game where he's throwing it away and throws an interception to a guy.
1: I mean you gotta learn that I you to I heard gotta, that was dude out of bounds if he's fine. so smart that's easily correct. If he's
0: so smart like everyone tries to say, then what is he doing there? What he's is he He's trying to throw Maybe the out of bounds and he
1: did not get it out of bounds. Maybe that's then, then he's not that he's he's teaching Because he played a full
0: year as a quarterback before. He played a full year in the league before and he should have known that. He should have known I gotta throw it into the first row. Yeah. People guys
1: people guys play a league of quarterback and regress. So it's not it's not like it's not like you get automatically get better because you've played a year. And we've also seen
2: guys play five, six years and and never get better or they get worse, like you said, Matthew. There's plenty of starters out there now that they don't even know to throw the ball away. They're taking sacks. They're taking two or three yard losses. And obviously like you would rather take a loss there than a turnover, but you know, I didn't see the play. It sounded bad on the radio, but you know He's not a he's not a finished product. He's not a he's not a franchise quarterback. But I think he's but that's below a situ- that.
0: That's a situation where you need him to go down and get yeah. you a touchdown to tie a game up, and he just pretty much ends the game for you. It's it's a bad play, play, but it's a, a teach
1: play. it's a teachable moment. Now, don't don't make it close. Make it you're a hell of a trying, to, if, you're trying uh, no. if you're trying to throw the ball out of bounds. Throw the dang ball out of bounds. It's not a hard thing to learn. Now, the problem will be is if he doesn't learn that. If he does that, you know, another time or two more times, then yes, it's a problem. I
0: thought he did it on the ball that Benny Fowler came out of nowhere and caught, and it looked like it was to AJ Derby. Benny Fowler comes out of nowhere. It's a duck that's
2: yeah, just, that just was a, a, that. I, I literally texted my buddy and said, I said, bailed out. Yeah, that's exactly. Oh, that yeah, it was it was a dangerous throw. I don't know who he was throwing it to. He kept it. In Romo battles. didn't know who he was throwing yeah. it to. So you know, I, I agree with you there. And I, I the only thing that I ask of Ross and other Bronco fans that are critical of uh, Simeon is you gotta have you gotta have realistic expectations.
0: Sorry, I've seen the Hall of Fame quarterbacks for most of my life, but that
2: is that is pure luck fluke. You're not going to get Hall of Fame quarterbacks coming here, end of their career, you know, while they're still hitting stride. For that, That's a fluke situation. You have to realize that 95% of the NFL teams go through this where they have a quarterback who's kind of good, kind of bad. And you got to build a good team around them. And lucky for Denver fans, the Broncos are pretty good everywhere else. Pretty good and great in some areas. I think you can win with Simeon. I would like to see them take more shots. I, I think Mike McCoy has been a little conservative. You have Demarius Thomas. He's a, at the very worst, he's a great 50 50 ball receiver because of his size and his speed and athleticism. And people Granted, can... he doesn't play very big most of the game, but he has made catches that only a handful of receivers can in the league. And I would like to see them do a little more play action, maybe max protect to get Trevor really comfortable. Take those shots. You have a great defense, like we've mentioned this entire podcast. Take the shots. Why not? You have to get some sparks somewhere, and if you're taking those shots and you're converting them, that's going to help your, your run game and, and your intermediate pass game, too.
0: Yeah. Well, let's touch on special teams real quick, then defense, then we're going to get into the rest of the NFL real quick. I know we were there a little bit too long. McManus, are we worried at all about McManus missing a 32-yard field goal? I mean, it's a little concerning because he's missed a few miss others. When he missed three, yeah, when he yeah. missed three at home. He's missed right? two 50-yarders
1: and then a 32-yarder. I mean, no, short answer is no. Yeah, I'd um, say no. But you can't, <laughs> I mean, at some point you got to you got to stop missing him, and you certainly can't miss the short ones. Especially at um, home. But the short answer is no. I know that we had that question last time, too, and just no. I mean, he, he's got a big leg. Um, he's been consistent before. He's got the proven record of, of being consistent. I mean, especially from that close. He uh, just got
2: paid, which is slightly concerning. But yeah, I think overall he's you know a, a, a probably a top ten. I, I don't know kickers, but it's probably uh, a top uh, ten kicker. He has the leg. He's comfortable at mile high. Not right now, but I like. I him. think you give him one or two more games. If he misses one or two more kicks, then you gotta you know you gotta start to look. You can't have too long of a leash with your kicker. I mean. That's a very limited position, yeah. And you have to convert those if they're under forty yards, fifty yards and up. I, I mean, think you're kind of rolling the dice you know, no the, matter the, who the kicker. The, the,
0: and I don't like making excuses for, for anyone on the Broncos. I'm I'm a big Broncos fan, but I'm also one of the most critical Broncos fans out there. I think. Um, but when I saw the stat that CBS put up that he had made 48 straight field goals you from under. It. 40 yards, I was like, felt oh, the fuck. And then he got to 50, and then he missed it. And I was yeah. like, I, I just knew it was coming. So I, I, you know. I wouldn't worry about it. Look at
2: other teams in the league. They cannot look at the, Look at the, the freaking Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers barely made a game-winning field goal with their second kicker. They've already cut a second rounder. I think the Bengals drafted one in the fifth round. They cut him. And he's now with the Eagles. Young-Ho Koo has struggled. So I don't think you need to worry about kickers in general. I think you got a good one. He's struggling right now. You know, hopefully he can get his groove back. But until he misses maybe two more,
0: no worries. Um, Defense side of the ball. I I, I come back. We talked about Peko just a little bit ago. Uh the guy who I was very critical of, Adam Gotsis, has been the surprise of the team. That's he certainly it. has. He's he's playing like a baby Derek Wolf right now, like a like a a young man's Derek Wolf, because Wolf struggled early, not as bad as Gotsis mm-hmm. did, but Wolf struggled and he gradually got better, and I think he's like second third year Derek Wolf right now, the way he's playing.
2: I mean, you know, the first game I remember watching, obviously, you know Melvin Gordon get bottled up and. It seemed like every play he was around the ball or he was the one who was penetrating down uh, deep into the backfield, making Melvin shift left and right. He has played really well. And I remember when he was drafted, he was kind of an unknown prospect, but he was such a raw physical specimen that they thought, this guy's height, weight, and somewhat athleticism for mm-hmm. a big guy, he could fill in in a year or two. And I think he's done a really good job. And, and to your point earlier... I think Peko being on the nose has kind of just helped the the front seven in general, and he's taken advantage of the matchups. and He's obviously been coached up really well the last couple of years because he was really raw. Well,
0: that that front seven that they have now with obviously Derek Wolfe is an elite defensive end in my opinion. I mean, he's, he's not the he's mm-hmm. not the he's not the I'm going to go get 12, 15 sacks guy. But he's like this. He's, he's a run a guy, stop. He's yeah. a guy that I'm going to stop everything that comes on. Marshall Lynch tried to truck him this week, and he didn't move yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, But Wolf, very good there as a run stop and D end. Peko has been very good as your nose tackle, and Gotsis has stepped up.
2: Yeah. So it's a good run blocking unit from those three for sure.
0: Absolutely. And then the linebacking core, Marshall's been back to the Marshall of the Super Bowl season. Yep. He's running with people. He's playing with instincts again. Todd Davis has gotten better. Vaughn, they need to
2: get more pass rush though. Well, you know, this is Vaughn. I mean, Vaughn's, you know, obviously a top three or four or five defender in the game. And he's a game-breaker. But we all know this. Even the biggest Vaughn fans will say he he disappears at times. And mostly because that's game plan from the offense. They, they're going to be chipping him, double-teaming him. But it's the same thing that happened in the Super Bowl season where he kind of disappeared most of the game. But when the game's on the line, he's right there sacking EJ Manuel. Yep. So. He's he's more of a closer, I feel like. They, he's not gonna the wreck thing, the game first nap to last snap unless it's the Super Bowl. But he is more of a closer and he's which is a good thing. I mean you want that guy to come up clutch when it's the most important, but I think at the end of the day, teams just can't game plan for him the whole game. That's why he, the he thing, kinda turns it on late.
0: The thing for me is they need something out of they need and Shaq's been pretty good this year. But they need more out of Shaq and when Shane Ray comes back, I was going to yeah, say you're your waiting for Ray. Ray. Yeah. I was yeah. just chasing. Shane, Shane Ray comes back in t- so two games because it's when they play at Kansas City on October 30th. He'll be there, and Shane Ray will come back from IR with the with the wrist injury. You know, going to be fine. There, you bring him back, and you can rotate a three a a, a trio now instead of now they have to throw um, Demarcus Walker in there, who's not been the best. Uh, He's not been the best playing the outside linebacker position. I think he's more of a down lineman. Because he, he gained the weight, then he lost oh, yeah. the weight. So he's mm-hmm. just kind of an in-between position. Um, let's look at the, the DBs. Um, I'm, still, I'm still salty that they don't have TJ Ward. Cause I think just, they're
2: better in coverage, even though they've been a little exposed on the back end early I think, in the year. I
0: think, I think tackling and I think Will Parks has not been the, the nickel linebacker that TJ Ward is.
2: That's probably true. I mean, T.J. Ward obviously had his strengths, but I was one who always thought he had his weaknesses as well. Oh, like I, I, That I really showed up in, in some clutch moments where he cannot cover. He's just not a good cover guy. He does set the tone in the, run, in the run defense, and every now and then he'll make a great play in coverage, I'll admit that. But maybe it's more of a psychological thing. Maybe it's more of a familiarity, kind of cohesive unit thing. Communication thing. And he, he was a captain, so... Uh, I agree with you there, but I, I don't know. At the end of the day, I think all those things will even out, and I think they'll be better on the back end coverage-wise. And the way that your front three, specifically, mostly your four, yeah. front seven, but your front three have stepped up in the run game, I don't think you're really going to feel a loss for See,
0: the See, the thing that I was most upset about with him is they said they had to get Justin Simmons on the field. Well, you can get Justin Simmons on the field a lot more, but you're telling me that you can't go and put TJ and Simmons... You just
2: rotate, and go. it's good guys. You can pull the you you could pull St. Louis slash LA Rams and put uh, Ward in the, at, at, at Aaron the Yeah, at the middle he's linebacker. He's a little undersized, and he can play a little linebacker. He's a hitter, he's a fan. Absolutely,
0: and, and and for me, I look at it, and I'm just saying, you're telling me that TJ can't play, they have Will Parks playing so much, because they're in nickel so many yeah, times. it's a little confusing why they let him go, but and, at and, the end of the day, like, I and think there's pros and cons. You let him go for nothing. Granted, I really like Justin Simmons. He went high high pointed the ball to win the game. Um, that was a fantastic play. And and TJ doesn't make that play. Now we'll just go no, out there and say does. that. But TJ's not playing that position. TJ's playing strong. They have Darien, now. It's strong, but they're playing too much zone for my like. They're they're they've been a man to man team their whole time. The, the whole time they'll still be been. a
1: man team. But they, 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 I think it's good. They I think played good a lot of zone last out. week,
0: too, when they lost.
1: I think it's – yeah, and, and it probably hurt them. It did. Um, you did. You did that, and I think you did that at the second half of the, the last game, and you did that against the Bills because you're, you're trying to negate some of the QB runs. Yeah. Because the, the worst thing that can happen in man, especially if you got guys really trying to get after the passer – is Q is the QB taken off. Yep. So that's why that's why they're doing that. And it, I also don't think it hurts because get better at zone early on in the season. Cause if you can try if you can change it up even just a little bit more. Because I mean what have the Broncos been in the past? Probably a 90% man team.
2: Oh yeah. With well, with and that's exactly what they're built for.
1: Yeah, and, and, and they will, and they'll run man the majority right. of the time. But if you could even make that a little bit less and be just like serviceable at zone. Then at least you make a QB think a little bit more in a passing down. Then you're just you're just gonna line everybody up and run uh, blitz man or two man. You know you're, yeah. you're doing you're giving it some you're giving it a different look. Um, I just feel like
0: I've seen too many guys run, running open when they played zone in the but last two weeks. Isn't
1: that isn't that? I'd rather them run open now in zone than run open in week 15 against you know the Raiders or Washington or. The Chiefs. It's Washington. The, it the Chiefs are the final week of the this season. season. Yeah. yeah, but so
0: yeah, I mean, you know, shoot. Um. Well, the game wise, Broncos pull it out, sixteen ten. They hurt Derek Carr. EJ Manuel comes in, and like we were just saying, they played zone major for the majority of the time he was in there, and they threw the ball pretty well again. Yeah. EJ threw it well, and yeah,
2: um, he was impressive. He actually looked pretty good. I thought the game was going to turn. You know, kind of ugly the second car went down. But, yep. you know, props to EJ. He actually turned it on and, and looked pretty competent. He took a shot downfield at Cooper, and, and Cooper got lost.
0: Yeah. Um, and and let, I just want to touch on this real quick. Amari Cooper. People in Denver want to talk about Demaryius Thomas having dropsies with his hands. Uh, Cooper has seven drops in four games. So, let's pipe down Broncos fans. We have it pretty good with Demaryius Thomas. Yeah. Um, well, I, let's move on from the Broncos. Let's, let's get into this this week in the NFL. We had, obviously, that Thursday night game. Uh, let's just go, first thing that comes to your mind with these games, I'll go to both of you, and then I'll give sure. you mine. Green Bay, or Chicago at Green Bay, Green Bay 35-14. What's your first thought?
1: I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, staying strong.
2: I'll say one thing about each team. Uh Trubisky time. And for the Packers, overrated still. My first thought in this in that game was
0: Danny Trevathan. Yeah, that Whoa. was disgusting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. as you watch it live, it's not. Have awful. To, we have down, to about, we have to talk about have to talk about this for a second though. Um, yeah. Because I mean, it was it was it was it was a gruesome play, right? Yeah. Like in, and it sounds like Devontae's okay, and like that's. They're great. saying he might play this week. Which yeah, is, and hey, that's wow. yeah, no, that and that's and that's all good, right? But. I don't think that that was, I mean, you could call a penalty on it, maybe, but for but I don't think that that was a dirty play. He shouldn't have been suspended. I don't I think, so think
2: in a vacuum, that play might not be considered dirty, but the fact that they were getting whooped, it was a frustrating night for Chicago, you almost felt like there was a little frustration and intent behind it not to hurt him, but to be a little more physical than you normally are, granted, Devonte was kind of falling down. I don't think Gervaon lunged with his helmet. It was an ugly hit. I don't think it was intentionally dirty, but you have to throw a penalty. And I honestly do think it it deserves a one-game suspension. The thing
0: that I thought, though, I'm sitting here watching, and you watch, there's an offensive lineman going to clean the pile up, and he launches himself and whiffs and hits with his shoulder. But if he hits with his head on, say, if he hits one of the DBs and knocks the DB out... Is he gonna get a? Is he gonna get a suspension? Not as likely as Trevathan.
2: That's for sure. Here's
1: here's my here's my opinion on it, and this is why I think. I mean, you know, I, I don't know about any intent. You can't tell. No, you'll never, know. You'll um, never but, know. But but uh, you know, regardless of that, Justin, if you were playing in a football game and uh, you didn't do what Trevathan did, and all of a sudden you just pull up and you start jogging, and that guy gets away from from the arms of the other guy. Yeah. In film, no. And Who's going to get cussed down? Well, and
2: I was going to say. I've heard that kind of argument. On, I've heard the argument for both sides. One, it was super dirty intent, like suspended, whatever. And I've also heard, well, you know, you get you're taught to play fast, play physical, play to the whistle. I mean, the whistle had. not And, hadn't really and, and granted, we've been. seen some pretty wild Cooper, things Mario where guys, Cooper did it in week one. Yeah, right? where guys slip out of tackles and it's kind of wild. I just think. I think there could have been a happy medium. I think Trevathan could have maybe gone a little lower or not hit helmet to helmet, which it's very difficult. It's a split second, split second reaction. I just feel like it. It was so ugly, and at the end of the day, it was helmet to helmet. It's tough not to throw a flag, and it's tough not to suspend. It. I, I don't if, have a problem with the flag. If he goes, if he goes lower though. <coughs> As a player, are you not more upset that he's taking a shot at your knees? Well, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, that's the, that's the NFL and football we have to live with There's now. There's a target window now. If he goes to the hip, whatever. But if he goes to the knee, he probably blows his knee and kills yeah. the season. Well, so. I think
1: it's I think it's tough because that's not a defenseless player.
2: I think he kind of was given where he was at because he was completely wrapped up. He's, he's still moving, fighting barely. And he's kinda going down, so in a way he's defenseless, in a way he's like able to protect himself. I don't know. I've heard a lot of chatter on both sides and I, I, I kinda see it both ways. Other unfortunately. Than my other thought point. other
0: than Trevathan,
2: is Packers
0: need to trade for Adrian Peterson. Because oh, I completely they completely ha- disagree. They have no running backs anymore.
2: And the and the Packers run a very similar scheme to the Saints, but they and made Eddie Peterson. Lacy.
0: But they made Eddie Lacy
2: work for one year. Figure it out. I think AP's washed. I do too. But well, I'm let's in. move on to the next game. We will. Speaking, <laughs> Speaking of Peterson. Speaking of
0: Peterson, was this oh, not no. the worst game that we watched this week? The uh, Dolphins. Were you and awake yet, man? Saints? I don't and, I don't think I have in London. I don't think I don't think Jay Cutler was awake.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. No, Jay was Jay was there. He
0: moved it. He Jay moved was it.
1: there physically there.
0: He moved it down the field all the way on the first drive and then threw a pick to the CU boy, Ken Crawley. Wow. God. Well, he's been what a better time to be alive. He's been a better saint than he's ever been a That's insane. I can't The fact that. that they don't get called for uh, personal fouls every single game for a late hit or a block at the back or a passive interference yeah, Carly's really got
2: got his stuff together props to him and hopefully he keeps it going but what are your what are your thoughts for the, that London game too, Miami and New Orleans?
1: I mean you know I would say that <laughs> old my Cutler might have just wanted to stay retired. That's what I got in that. <laughs> he
2: wanted to be calling the game because that was his team that he was going to be with. He was going to be with Burkhardt yeah. and Davis. Yeah. Uh, my reaction is Miami is extremely talented on both sides of the ball, but severely underperforming. Adam Gase, Broncos fans know him very well. He's supposed to be this offensive genius. They have scored one touchdown in... Garbage time versus the New York Jets and the New Orleans Saints—probably the two bottom five defenses in the league. That's absolutely pathetic. Saints have played, or the the Jets have played better of late. I, I agree, they've played much better, but that's absolutely pathetic. And then on the Saints side, props to the Saints. I thought their season was done after the first two weeks. They got completely washed in back both teams. Two now them. they're back to five hundred. They have a bye. I think Michael Thomas is the real deal, and you know Kamara any, is a beast. Yeah, anytime you have Drew Brees and Sean Payton offensively, you'll be okay. But that defense has played really well the last two weeks. Absolutely. Um,
0: moving on, is Buffalo for real? Like, are we are we about to get on this train? Is Buffalo the real deal? What do you mean by the real deal? They beat the Broncos and they beat the and they beat the Falcons in the last two
1: weeks. Um, I, they're a playoff team.
0: You think they're a playoff team in I the in the NFC, NFC or yeah AFC East?
1: I think they probably are because I think the AFC West now has proven that they're going to lose a couple games and they're going to eat each other up a little bit. Um, you so think I,
0: so? You think that the Raiders miss the playoffs and the Bills yes. take their spot? Yes, I do. Yes, okay, I
1: do. okay. I really, I mean, especially with Car out two to six weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. I do think, you think
0: do you think they lose, say, all three games with Car out because their next four games. They have Ravens. they have the Ravens, they have the Chargers, and they have um, I think it's the Chiefs. So that's
1: assuming that it's a four week Ravens, injury, Chargers, Chiefs, same. all at home, and and then a bye So you're so you're assuming it's a four week injury. Yeah, I said two to all six. Right. So so yeah, so so if it's a four, do they lose? Do they lose to the all Ravens? All at home, all at home. If you're gonna win Possibly. one, you better beat the Ravens. I mean, you better beat the Chargers. Sure. they haven't. But well, that's game. a division game um, with Phil. You know, I mean, those are all. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they do, but I think they probably are one and two. I don't know how it so, goes down, but they're probably one and two. So back to the Bills, I think this is
2: the exact blueprint we all thought Rex Ryan would have. Yeah. You barely throw the ball, you run the rock, you're playing good defense, not complete crap defense. I think they're a really good team. I think they're going to stumble. Eventually, But I, I do really think they're good. And I think they're going to be on the fringe of that second wild card spot. For Atlanta, I saw a regression coming. I didn't think they would be this bad. But I just think they're overrated in general. I think they have a lot of good pieces. They're, they have a good roster. Their defense is the 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 not as good as people act No, nowadays. at the end of the day, they should have lost to the Bears. And they should have lost to the Lions. This is a good team. But... They're a no, one and three team right now, but, but no way are they Julio. like the front runner. Julio, Julio and Sanu both got hurt. No, they're not the front runner in the NFC uh, for me.
0: I, I agree. Okay, this one it's a very quick one. I'd say Cincinnati beats Buffalo or beats uh, Cleveland thirty
2: one to seven. Duh. <laughs> So, for the Bengals, I think they're uh, better than their record shows. They should have beat Aaron Rodgers had Joe Mixon not slipped on third down. Uh, We'll get to the Packers. Uh, Oh, I guess we already We just did the Packers. Uh, I think the the Bengals made a good move by firing their original offensive coordinator. Bill Lazor's actually got that offense moving. Cleveland, I I don't know what to think. They look better, but they're not. So, whatever. Uh, Yeah, no, I, you know...
0: Andy Dalton has actually looked halfway decent in the last two weeks. At, under a new guy. So you know what? They I think they have a chance to make a little noise, maybe even if they don't make the playoffs, just be disrupting and disrupting a playoff team. I mean, you have, it's obviously not gonna be the Ravens the way they've played the last couple weeks. And right. then you got the, 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 the Steelers. They could fuck with the Steelers a little bit. Um we're gonna take a quick break right sure. here. Okay, so the next game probably was my favorite game of the week that I watched. I watched this almost start to finish. We have one of my surprises of the of the year: the Los Angeles Rams going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys got off hot, and uh, my guys there. And I and I said it earlier this year: I was a big Rams fan, but Jared Goff and uh, Todd Gurley got it going there, and I think that. Coach of the year so far for me has been Sean McVay. So what do you what, what are your guys' thoughts on this game?
1: Quick thought, I would say one, Gurley, back, clearly back in form.
0: Is he the best running back in the NFL right now?
1: Um yes. No, well, I mean, the rook the rook out in Kansas City might have something to Cameron say. About Hunt? It.
0: Do you think um, do you think so you don't have Bell in that after a 35 carry performance where he did. Yeah, I mean, what did he
1: end up running for? 144 yards this week. Bell's up there too. I mean, they're all. I would say they're all top five, obviously. Yeah. That might be your top three, but Gurley can Gurley can make an argument for himself right now. Oh, absolutely. He looks. I mean, you know, last year he kind of had, kind of, kind of had a tough time with a bad offense, and this year he he looks back. Mm-hmm. That would be my thought on that game. And then Cowboys just regression, just regression. Do you
0: think it's Do you think it's regression or do you think it's? I I think they're okay. I think their offense is the same. I think their defense has regressed.
2: Well, I think their offense is slightly worse because they're not controlling the ball, uh, or the clock is is well as they did last they're, year, which hurts their defense. Aren't they trying to let, they're trying to let they're Dak do it a little too much? I kind of feel like they're doing what the Seahawks did. Yeah, absolutely, that's what I was just thinking. Like, hey, just run the damn ball, and you'll be fine. Uh, thoughts on the Rams? McVay definitely, without a doubt, uh, coach of the year right now. He's getting the best out of Goff, getting the best out of uh, Gurley. They have some pretty good weapons in, in Cup and uh, Sammy. And then, I think the Cowboys are still a pretty good team, but No way in hell they're going to go 13-3 again. Obviously, they already have two losses. Um, I think the Zeke off-field stuff has been a slight distraction, but their defense just isn't that great. It's more opportunistic than it is like stout. So I think think they'll be okay, but uh, the Rams have been really impressive and fun to watch.
0: Do the Rams win the West this year?
2: I would love to see them win the West. I hope they win the West, but at the end of the day, it's tough to trust a team that young with a new coaching staff. Seattle... They always have errors. They always have flaws. But Russell Wilson so damn what He can find a way. So, for now, if I had to put money on it, I would unfortunately put it on the Seahawks. But I would definitely be rooting for the Rams to to dethrone them.
0: Hundred percent. I have been bullish on the Rams this whole year. So yeah. I, I hope the Rams. They've been right a out. Fun,
2: fun team to watch. Um, Detroit
0: at Minnesota. Detroit wins fourteen to seven. My f- first thing that comes to my mind is Dalvin Cook. R.I.P. to your
1: knee. Two. Detroit's gonna Detroit is a good team. They should be four 0 Yep. Detroit is a good team. And Stafford's earning his money right now. Stafford? I mean, 14-7 game is not crazy. No, but, it's not. But he's winning. But you're going against you're probably a
2: top-five defense you're, on the road. you winning.
1: I mean, they're, they're, they're a good team. They will be a good team all year.
2: Yeah, my my hot take would be that they're going to win the North over the Packers. If, if, I think Stafford is playing at an MVP level. The stats might not be there, but watching him play, especially that he's Monday been night so game, much better. he just looks awesome. And if, I think that they're finally hitting their stride on defense. They've they, never really been good on defense. They need to get
0: that 94yard performance out of Amir Abdullah every week
2: yeah they needed to use him more he's a, he's a weapon and uh, for some reason NFL teams don't like to use those guys as much as yeah they
0: and and he's looked very good in doses yep. so uh, very very excited about Abdullah's future this is a this was the surprise game for me cam and the Panthers <sighs> go into New England and win 33 to 30. And Cam threw for a grand total. Oh no, never mind. That was I, I missaw that. Uh, I was gonna say 163 yards, but he threw for three hundred and sixteen yards. Um that's the Patriots' fourth three hundred yard pass they've allowed, and they've played four games.
2: I think the Patriots defense has completely lost. I don't know why. I know they've given out um, A couple of contracts. They have, but they've also given up a few like solid pass rushers and Collins and Jones. But they have Gilmore, they have Butler, um, you know Hightower's banged up. They have a few other guys that are missing. But at the end of the day, that defense is a complete mess. If they didn't have such a great offense, they could they could probably be winless right now, which mm-hmm. is just terrible to say. Panthers, they're three and one. I think they're a little flawed. I don't think they're that great. They need to get Christian McCaffrey the ball more. They're trying to, um, but at the same time, like don't don't pound the rook if you don't need to. You have Jonathan Stewart, and I'm glad that they're actually using cam in the red zone because absolutely you know what at the end of the day like cam is cam and the reason he's such a good weapon is because you can use him in the red zone so don't don't put him in a cage don't tie his legs together let him run the ball that him be a power quarterback uh, absolutely can you got anything on this game Matthew
1: Panthers are three and one they're they've shown that they're gonna be a better team this year um, the Patriots have not looked good no. um, panic with if, as a Patriots fan if I was a Patriots fan honestly Probably not. I don't care. Could, could, they, could they... They should be one and three. You know, they should be no, one and three. Hey, hey, could could this defense make them a bad team? Sure. But would it surprise me if they went out this week and just put it on the Bucks on Thursday? Yeah. It wouldn't... It, I mean, it wouldn't, they, it wouldn't...
2: They've given you every reason not to doubt them. And they have Tom Brady. They have a healthy Gronk. They have Brandon Cooks. Hogan looks great. Amadola's healthy. The offense has been really good. Defense has been bad, but you know if there's one thing that i trust is that bill belichick will find a way and they might not be that dominant number 1 seed or number 2 seed that we're used to seeing they're going to make the playoffs. Miami's terrible, the jets are terrible. Bills are good but they're not going to beat the patriots twice. So i think that i don't think you need to panic but you need to start game planning and get this defense right. If people right.
1: start questioning them then you better watch that's, out. That's that's when they're the most dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of the jets. Start off 1-2. And now, just when you thought they were dead and going for that number one pick, they come back like the Undertaker gif. Yeah. And they are here, and they're, you know, they're the Jets. They're 2-2. Two two. They they beat the Jags in overtime this week. I look at the Jets right now. They're about to go on a three-game win streak. They, got the, <laughs> they have the Browns this week. Whoever thought that the Jets were going to... The Jets are a better team than we thought they were.
2: Yeah, I mean, clearly. And, uh, you know... Let me pour one out for my survivor pick, cause I picked Smoke and Jay over McCown <laughs> last week. So I'm a I'm a good three week survivor, two week survivor. Um, the Jets are definitely playing better. I don't know if they're better than we think. I just think they're playing better, and I think they probably are only a five win team. On the other side of it, extremely disappointed in the Jags. I've been driving that bandwagon for two years now. Hot take. They're going to win the AFC South somehow. That defense is for real. Bortles, just don't throw it ever. Uh, (laughs) But they can... The talent on that Jaguars team is insane. They lost Allen Robinson, and they still have Allen Hearns and Marquise Lee as their receivers. Leonard Fournette is the real deal. He is. The offense isn't bad. It's just Bortles is bad. So... You know the Jags need to do something about the quarterback. They need a game plan around. But Henny's not the. Heddy's no, not absolutely the not. They need to just hide the quarterback. You know, maybe not even dress any. They need to do. They need to do what the Bills just are doing. Just go full. They got. What they need to do is they need to have Denard Robinson be their quarterback. Yeah, well, wildcat. And go, go full do what wildcat. The did when you first invented it. Do full yeah. wildcat. Mm-hmm. You have a fantastic defense. And, In all seriousness, uh, run the Wildcat 10 to 15 wa- plays yeah. a game. And watching this game, the Jets had two touchdowns that were over like 60 or 70 yards that were somewhat fluky. I don't like to say that. But, but like, the they Jets, Jets also kind of gave, gave up an 80-yard no, touchdown. No, they did. On but I'm just ball. saying that Jags' D is real, and two of those touchdowns were somewhat fluky. So I'm not worried about the Jags' defense. The offense is terrible. But the Jets, I don't think they're going anywhere. It's a fun ride. It's actually idiotic. They should be losing games, but it happens. Um, we move to... Pittsburgh
0: at Baltimore. Baltimore looked so good for the first two weeks. That defense,
2: everyone was like, they're as good as the 2000 Ravens defense. And they've crashed back to reality. Yeah, they sure did. Um, something about the Ravens, I don't know. Like Ever since that Super Bowl run they had, they've just always been underperforming. They have a fantastic secondary. Jimmy Smith is playing great. That's our boy from the Buffs. Eric Weddle's awesome. Uh, they, Jefferson, that yeah, they totally just Jefferson from Arizona is fantastic they yeah. just have a great defense overall but a uh, little disappointing I thought they would have played better against the Steelers who were traditionally awful on the road not really worried about the Steelers they looked pretty shaky they're 3-1 and one, but do they feel like a 3-1 and one team they, I don't think they, so they don't
0: feel like a 3-1 and one team but I'll tell you this we're going to look up at the end of the season the Steelers are going to be 12-4 and four and they're going to yeah. win that division yeah, they have probably. weapons man the, 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 killer bees on the field. I mean, when you have Roethlisberger distributing the ball to Antonio Brown and Martavis Bryant, and he can turn around and hand it to Le'Veon Bell, like he did in this game, thirty-five times for hundred and forty-four yards. Like Justin just said, the killer bees are out, and so and you know what? Just take care of my boy AB and get him the ball so he doesn't throw the ball. So he doesn't throw a. Just try not anymore. to
2: blow a, a really bad loss on the road. Or two, like they have in the past few years, and they'll be they'll have home field advantage. Absolutely, or the second seed. I, I honestly think they'll be the one or the two seed.
0: I think the Chiefs will be the one or the two. Else, otherwise, but um, we'll get to them later. Uh, this was the surprise of the week. Other than this, is like the secondary surprise behind for me. The the Panthers going in and beating New England at, at New England. Tennessee putting up fifty seven. Versus Houston, the, Houston, yeah, getting yeah, tech, yeah, getting the, 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 yeah. Houston putting up 57 over Tennessee. Um, the Rook, Deshaun Watson put up five touchdowns.
2: Yeah, wow, what a game! He just looked so comfortable back there. I know Tennessee is a complete Swiss cheese uh, secondary, but that doesn't matter. I mean, they're NFL players. He played great. He looks poised. He looked awful that Thursday night game against the Bengals outside of that 50 yard touchdown. Obviously, so, though, but but. You know, short week on the road, but you know the last two weeks he's looked awesome, and uh, it's fun to see the Texans with a competent quarterback because that defense is so stacked, and they have weapons on offense. So uh, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be clawing after my Jaguars for that ASC South. I think that'll be a tightly fought one between those two. I mean, obviously
0: the Colts are the Colts, and they're not gonna do anything unless and luck comes
2: back. ASAP. I don't think. I mean, and the Titans can be good because they're saying Mariota's injury isn't too bad, but I don't know. The Titans are. I, th- I feel like they're that team that everyone was kind of riding in the offseason. Eric Decker's invisible. Yeah. Corey Davis is hurt. Uh, Richard Matthews is an average receiver. He's Richard Matthews. Yeah. So I don't know. I just. They're not grounded and pounding like they did last year. And that's kind of the, the thing that kind of makes them tick.
0: For, for, for me, the Texans, after as bad as they looked week one against the Jags, have completely turned it around. And I. I think it's going to be a Jags-Texans battle, like you said, Jay. And if you're the Colts, why would you even bring back uh, Andrew Luck? We'll get to them in a second. But do um, you have any thoughts on that, Matthew? Other than- um,
1: No, other than uh, Deshaun. Yeah. I mean, Texans will be there. Texans, I probably think that they'll come out. Yeah. I yeah, don't know who so. I'm
0: picking out of those two right now. I think that'll be, like, whenever they play their next You'll game. You'll have to
1: see a little more of Deshaun. Um, but assuming Deshaun, he doesn't have to score five touchdowns every game. But assuming he can, well, be- not every game. Bill O'Brien, to- Bill
0: O'Brien, it, at times it's taken his team two games to score, three games to score fifty-seven points, and they scored it in one sure game. They played a great team. So, um, well, let's go to Jay's squad, the 49ers,
2: They had a heartbreaker in OT it against was. the uh, against the Cardinals. You know, it was weird. Watching that game, um, you know I was watching Red Zone. I was focused on fantasy and uh, didn't really worry if we won or lost. But then, uh, of course, it went to overtime, so I got to catch it on Red Zone. And I was just like, do we want to win this game? Like, I don't know if I want us to win this game. And I think it sounds awful, and I'm kind of on the fence here, but this is literally the perfect scenario where we're much better. We're competing. We have a fantastic young defense, I think. But we're losing games. This is a perfect scenario. Hopefully we can continue to lose these close games, but look really good. Maybe get two or three for the fan base, you know, get a little propped up. But uh, I think they're going to be pretty good in a few years. Not next year, but the year after they should be pretty competitive. So hopefully they can find that franchise quarterback, whether it's Kirk Cousins, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, whoever the hell it is. They definitely need someone under center. But I think Kyle Shanahan's going to be just fine. They just don't have the offensive weapons right now outside of Garcon.
0: I was gonna say, looking just looking at this team, the Niners have hope.
2: No question about that.
0: And the Cardinals. Are a no-hoper, they're
2: trending, they're literally trending in the opposite direction.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a team with hope and a team that's a no-hoper. Well, it's a team whose
1: quarterback is, is slowly going down, and, and, a, and, and you're a team losing that hopefully and lo- gets a pick to yeah. get a quarterback, well, or, the, or, or cousins, I guess. or
0: and the, but but then you also look at the kids, uh, yeah. Well, your, that guy's the ageless
1: wonder. But you're facing your franchise. But he's, he's
0: gone
2: after a year or two, probably. Yeah, I
1: mean, you, can't go, you so, wouldn't think he could go too much longer, but that guy is still playing high-level football Can't right win a touchdown and,
2: and how long is your coach going to coach for? He just had cancer. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough thing. They had a good window, and I don't think they're going to really make a splash the rest of the year. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I just don't think that team's dynamic without David Johnson.
0: I don't either. And even if they had Johnson, I don't know how good they were going to be this year. Maybe not. So now we got the Los Angeles
2: Chargers versus the Eagles. I think the Los Angeles Chargers are the best best 0-4 team I've ever seen. Because they could be 4-0. Or at least 3-1. I'm just saying, every single game they had a legit shot of winning. Young Hoku missed the game tie. Well, it got blocked. It's not his fault. He did miss a game winner versus Smoke and Jay, Miami. He got blocked here, and he and uh, they just. I don't know. I, I feel awful for Philip Rivers. I saw something on. I think it was FS1 today. Rivers. Why killed don't him. you trade? FF, why don't you trade Philip Rivers and tank for the top pick? Well, t- we'll take him right here. Dead serious. Why? What's the point? We won a Super Bowl with Philip Rivers in Denver. I'm just saying. I think San Diego. Sorry. Los Angeles, I think that they have a, they're similar to the 49ers on defense. They have a great pass. Their record. defense, their it's defense really is unbelievable. Uh, and Melvin Gordon, I think, is a really solid running back. Keenan Allen, if he can stay healthy, is good. I just feel bad for Philip. Their offense Their offense
1: hasn't been great this year. Though. It hasn't. Philip hasn't been. No, he great hasn't. But year. at the end of the day, like, they just need
2: a new scenery. I think. Like they got the new stadium coming. They got the new city. You might as hey, well let Phil you, hopefully win it somewhere else. You and want my quick to from the, the my, my
0: my quick first thought about that is, they have a twenty seven thousand seat stadium and they're already top tarping off seats because they can't that's terrible
2: it. and it's majority of visitors still, yeah. which yeah. is a concern. they said
0: they said when the Eagles won that game. It was, it was very loud. Yeah, And Phil tragic. also, Phil got very mad when the Dolphins came. The Dolphins, Miami's a very bad sports town. It's an awful sports town. The Dolphins traveled to LA and when they met, when Young Hoku missed the kick, they went nuts. They went crazy. He said it was the loudest that stage stadium had <laughs> been. So, um, I feel bad for Phil. I would love to have Phil here in Denver. I mean, Please get Trevor Simeon out of here and put Phil in here. Oh, That'd that be great. But um, for me, I'm with Justin. They're the best four, oh, four just, team they, I've they, seen. That's yeah. the that's the that's the team that I think that could knock the uh, knock the Broncos down right before they get to the Chiefs because everything's on a crash course for that Broncos Chiefs game where the Chiefs have a bye week. I think they have a bye week right before it. And they don't play anyone that great this week, and then so it should be a Chiefs undefeated Broncos with one loss going into yeah. that October thirtieth matchup. So. I think it probably
1: will be. Yeah, I think it probably will be. I know that. I mean, the Chargers are the Chargers are better than most. Yeah. Better than their teams. record, um, but I mean. So, do the Chargers beat the Giants this week? I no, no. no. Man. You think the Giants won? I think the Giants beat them. I so think
2: the. It, I think the Giants win only because they, for some reason, they're also a pretty bad team. But, I don't know, man. They have Odell Beckham. They're going to be home. They should have probably beat the Bucks. They've been playing poorly. But, the Chargers, I don't know. I think they're kind of hoping that they lose. <laughs> they they want to hit the reset button, unfortunately. Yeah.
0: Um, I think the Chargers pull it out. I think the Chargers pull it out. Broncos played 0-5. Um, Giants team and uh, after the bye week and the uh, Chargers are the Chargers they find a way Phil finds a way Phil but the they, Chargers
1: don't find a way that's that's the opposite of the but Chargers it, but, but,
0: but, but but the uh, the Giants have they found a way since the last Super Bowl they won I
1: mean what? they were what a 10 game winner last year what, um, were they oh yeah oh yeah look up their record last year I'm telling you, they yeah no the Giants were a good football team. They won. The, they
2: won. They uh, were a wild card tenant. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right.
1: Um, um, but, but anyway, uh,
2: those they yeah, I mean, that's yeah. A, I that's the, a rough. That's game not. A,
1: yeah, that's not. Neither one of those teams are playing or uh, winning games right now.
0: Okay. Well, and I'll, the, the the one thing other than that, I'll say Carson Wentz is still the dude. Like that was a very good pick yeah. by the Eagles. I like Carson Wentz. I think he's yeah. The be, Eagles are
2: definitely going to be a competitor for the East, and uh, I'm excited to see them the rest of the year.
0: Uh, moving on, speaking of the Giants, they played the Bucks. We spoke on kicker-wise.
2: Yep. Bucks went at the buzzer. I think the Bucks are slightly above average. They could be really good because they have dynamic weapons. They have a good quarterback. Their defense has some good pieces. They're beat up mm-hmm. right now. Um, the Giants, they just can't get out of their own way. And I would love to see them start over at quarterback, as crazy as it sounds. What, get rid of Eli? Get rid of Eli, hopefully build up that offensive line, because the defense has pieces, and you have some weapons on offense, but you're not doing yourself a favor when you quarterback literally cannot avoid any pressure, and all you do is allow pressure. You're just asking for a loss every week.
0: Yeah. Um, well, we talked Denver and Oakland. So, the last two games we have, we have the Sunday night game, which was Indy at Seattle
1: kind of an interesting game uh, know, how it played out it was it was close for a while um, and then uh, you know and then then Seattle made plays you know i mean it was it was close for a very long time in that one actually until the Seah- Seahawks offense woke up yeah uh, so you know i mean that's but it was the almost defense team. they had two yeah, picks just, yeah that's which is well, yeah, I think this
2: game uh, it ended how we all thought it would but it certainly didn't start that way Brissette um, Bursette play. really impressive, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He looked good as a Patriots starter last mm-hmm. year. He's looked good with a really bad Colts team around him. Um, but yeah, Seattle, It was you, we were all secretly hoping that they would lose that game. But we all knew in the back of our mind that they would come back and dominate, and that's exactly what they did.
0: Fair enough. Um, I would just say that Bursette, much better than I thought he was. Yeah. Um, and that offensive line is still as bad as I thought. RIP to Chris Carson's leg
2: That was tragic, he's a promising young back and uh, you know we'll see what Seattle does from there but you know something about Seattle mostly because they have Russell Wilson, that defense and a really good coaching staff that they'll find a way to sneak into the playoffs which is unfortunate
0: And then the final game of the week Redskins
1: versus the Chiefs um, What a damn disappointment at the end of that game Gosh, Cousins throws a dime. A throws a ball. dime, dude. And you even have it. You even have it in your hands. And, you, and, and, you, tough, and it just yeah. bounces out. It's kind of a tough break. I mean, it was an athletic play to get there, but you just yeah. wish you could freaking bring it in. you just, just like, and
2: just land on your hip. Land on your back. Do anything but land on the ball. And, of course, you know, he dropped it. And I think Washington's really good. I picked them to win the East. I don't, It's not on record, but I picked mm-hmm. them to win the East. I think they're really good. I like the weapons they have. You saw Terrell Pryor actually be a competent wide receiver this week, Pryor. which was awesome. Doxson's special, except for that that catch, of course. Jordan uh, Reed is a stud. Yeah, I mean they have weapons. Jay Gruden's a good coach. Defense is, is underrated, but the Chiefs right now, there's no question, they're the best team in the league right now. They're just playing, they're just playing great ball, and uh, I love that defense even without Eric Berry. And I think Alex Smith is the front runner for MVP. Yeah, I'm I'm with you right there. He's.
1: I think that's a hot take. Well, who who else is no there? No turnovers. Undefeated. Playing oh, great, man. I mean, he's he's playing good. he's playing great football. The though. only undefeated
0: team in the league.
1: I would go hunt over Alex Smith right no, now. No, you got to go MVP. quarterback over rookie. Rudy that's an MVP. Like last it. year, I think Dak
2: was more valuable than Zeke was.
0: I agree. I, I, that's why Dak won the MVP. I think it's or been, the
1: rookie of the year. Well, I mean, I think it's been proven that Zeke is more valuable than Dak is because when you stop Zeke this year.
2: Mm, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's a good point. I just think uh, it, it kind of reminds me of last year, where like obviously the rookie running backs doing great things, mm-hmm.
1: but well, and who knows? Alex I mean, Smith they, they got to stick not around. Losing the game and They're going to have to stick around yeah. for that to be a thing. I mean, well, a lot quarter there.
2: through the season, there's, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we're not mm-hmm. even halfway there.
1: Mm-hmm. Clearly, well,
0: let's go. Let's go. Quarterway mark MVP. Alex Smith,
1: 100%. Matthew? Oh, man. I don't even know if you could do one four, four games into the season. Well, you're, you're doing it. Um, once it. Just I, you have to do one. You know? Just do it.
0: Or you're taking a shot before you leave.
1: <laughs> well, can I do both? You can do both. All right, fair enough. All right, before I take my shot, I would probably say I mean, maybe. yeah. I don't think he's been great in the, the other games, but I mean. Levy on after the game the other day that would that can become a thing. I mean, he you're wasn't a very good team. before that. Yeah, though. yeah, but you're you're on a three and one team. If he can turn it on, I think he could be somebody that could play. I mean, I, I think you could go with Hunt right now too. Yeah, um, I think you it's certainly Hunt could and do that. Smith.
0: I'm going Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's been the he's been he's been the uh, boost to the uh, he's been the he's been the straw that, the straw that stirs the drink for L.A. L.A.'s leading the West. I think L.A. wins the West because of Todd Gray. I like that. That's a good one. Um, least valuable player.
1: Who do you guys got? The least, Who's been bad? Player. Yeah. Um, I think Eli has been bad. I think when your coach starts calling you out after games, and your team's 0-4, and, and you won 10 games the year before, and you're supposed to be better, and instead of being better, you, you can't find a victory, then you've been, you've been very unvaluable to your squad. I'm going to go
2: Matt Ryan. Last year's MVP, he currently is just not, he's not producing. I don't know if it's a Kyle Shanahan leaving uh, or not, but you still have awesome weapons. You, you squeaked out a win at Chicago. That's an awful team. Uh, you lost to Buffalo, who's a good team, but you, you can't lose that at home. And you should have lost to the Lions. And you should have lost to the Lions. I just think that, you know, if you're the MVP and you're on the NFC contending team, you need to be at least 500. And I think... Sure, they, they, they're they 3-1, but I don't think anyone actually believes that record.
0: Uh, my LVP, as much hope as I had for him, and I picked him. I, 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 on one of the podcasts I did, I said that I would take him over Trevor Simeon, and I think I have to retract on that statement right now smoking jay i thought he was gonna come in and and, and do the damn thing there yeah, and get them in the playoffs the <laughs> and he's my lvp it's pretty good play. almost almost strictly off of him not showing any effort in the wildcat play the yeah. other day but
1: <laughs> sometimes uh, you gotta take a cigarette break during yeah. the playing.
2: that's <laughs> right tr- it's true it's a lot um
0: <laughs> okay rookie of the
1: year you have to do cream hunt. Cream, There's hunt. No cream cream yeah i hunt. don't i don't even think that 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 needs Though a I would
2: say, outside of a historical star for Green Hunt, it's Leonard Fournette. He's looked fantastic. I agree.
0: Yeah, Fournette's been great. Hunt is Hunt's the reason why I've been so good in fantasy. Yeah, this year. he's
2: so he's literally the MVP for fantasy
0: right now. No question. Absolutely. Um, okay, surprises and disappointments. We'll go two surprises for you guys. Is this teams or is teams, this players? Teams this or teams players? Team or, or, player. teams or players? Let's
1: just go. Let, let's go one team, one player. I mean, I I think it's kind of the same thing. Like, in terms of a good surprise, it's the damn Chiefs. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I I think he thought they were going to be good. I don't think he thought they were going to go beat New England at New England the first game of the season and look pretty dominant, you know, throughout with the schedule that they've had so far. Um, Players, I I would say uh, Trevor Simeon has been a lovely surprise for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. The way everyone was talking,
0: whatever, that's a a joke. Everyone acted like he was going to be the guy.
2: Team well, off- it acted
1: like he was gonna play. They didn't act like he was gonna lead the Broncos to a three and one record to start the season. He led them to a four and zero record to start the season last year and finished
0: nine and seven. I don't think so. Any- talk to me at the end of the season. All right, we'll see. For me,
2: the team would be the LA Rams. I think uh, you know Sean McVay is our, I think our consensus right now for coach of the year, MVP vote from Ross for Todd Gurley. They're leading a. What used to be a really good division, but doesn't matter now. They're they're playing really good ball. Um, Player that I'm surprised in, it actually might be Todd Gurley, um, but I think I'm probably gonna go with. um, I think I gotta say Trevor Simeon. Uh, He played really well, two and a half out of the four games, and I was impressed. Week one and two, three was pretty bad. Four was was good enough to get the win.
0: Um, my surprise team is the Buffalo Bills. Oh, That's a good one. Actually, I'll go with no, this. That's good my one. surprise is the entire AFC East. Yeah. The Jets are better than we all thought. The Bills are in first place in the division. And the Patriots are trash. They're Not brilliant. trash. Their defense is trash. Their their offense is still elite. And who's your player? My player. Oof. Who is who is the guy that I'm going with? The player that is the most surprising to me. Let's look at uh, you know Kareem Hunt. We we gave the rookie yeah, of the year. He man, was very surprising. Easy, man. That's but true. I would I would have to go Domitao Pecco. Yeah, in a Broncos thing, he was. People in Cincinnati were giving him a lot of shit. What he, he played left.
2: poorly in the last couple of years. Yeah,
0: and but now he's completely changed it around, and he's become. That guy, that's the center of this defense. Yeah. So, for me, I'm, I'm I'm very bullish on on Domata um, and Matt Stafford. I didn't think Matt Stafford. Yes. Oh, okay. I agree. Okay. I didn't think Matt Stafford
2: was going to be the guy. I think that he, he is. would be my uh, second MVP right now. Yeah. So, um, let's do
0: a final thought, and we're going to wrap this thing up. Let's start with you, Matthew. What do you got for a final thought on can, the can I go,
1: I'm going to go for a twofer. I'm going to go for a twofer. You real got quick two? Here. Okay. All right, so my first one is not on the NFL. I'm gonna just say that you can start spreading the news. You know, if you want to be a part of it, the Yankees are going. Yankees are going on in this game. They're gonna go get blown out by the Indians next round. So that's wow. Uh, we're know. talking smack already. Um, and uh, um, my second thought is kind of NFL, but uh, it's an interesting game. I don't know, like the game last night, ends on the most hilarious play that I've ever seen. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, it mattered to a lot of people because that was gambling. a seven-point that was a seven-point spread game. It's gonna end in a three-point game. A nine,
0: yeah, and then it goes. And the then nine. it
1: goes to a nine-point game. And there's gotta be some people that are pissed off in Vegas about that one on a weird play. That who who's the guy? It's your it's your D end. Justin, Justin Houston. Houston. Yeah, Justin yeah. Houston decides that it's time to house even though the game even though the game is over. Pretty hilarious. That's my that's my it's my two thoughts.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, my final thought was I think the NFL has picked up the play, the quality has been much better week uh, three and four than it was week and two, I'm glad to see that, Um, and just one thing that I wanted to say for a disappointing team was the New York Giants, I thought they would be really competitive, they brought in Brandon Marshall, they brought in Evan Ingram, the offense has been uh, pretty pathetic, uh, mostly because of the offensive line. But uh just kinda concerning. It just kinda shows that maybe you, you didn't have the, the best coach in place. I'm not sure if McAdoo's the guy and I wonder if they would be better off with Coughlin. Um my
0: final thought. The AFC West is only gonna have two teams coming going to the playoffs. Only? Only two. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, it looked strong in the preseason. After it looked like and three
0: 2. when you had the Broncos start the way they did, the, the um, Raiders start the way they did. Yeah, I mean, you had three 2-0 teams, and now you're down to one undefeated team, one 3-1 team, and the other ones lost two straight. Um, the, team, the, the, the conference that no one thought was going to get two, at least in my opinion, was the AFC East. You're obviously going to get the Pats, and I think the Bills – I honestly think the Bills might win this division. They've played such good defense. They have not allowed a touchdown to now that's a, a hot passing take. touchdown. That's awesome. Now that's a hot take. They have not allowed a passing touchdown. Ooh. And my hot take slash final thought is the Bills win the division. Patriots wow. finishes the top wild card. So. Wow. Uh, oh no, Ron.
2: It seems kind of crazy. Yeah, Ron. That seems crazy.
0: No, but come on, man. Like, they what what
2: they're only up one game right now in the standings and they haven't even played the Patriots yet
0: if the Patriots don't figure this defense out then it you know what I mean the Patriots have their own players calling out yeah their star corner that they just signed they literally said hey Gilmore doesn't know what the hell we're doing out here so we're running the simplest games we can and we're still getting burnt
2: well they've given up 300 yard passer every single week yeah it's it's pretty shocking. I don't think anyone would have assumed that coming into the season. So,
0: and the Patriots lost. Have, have, they're two and o on the or they're 0 two, or one and two at home and, and one and have one have on the road or one and on the road. Yeah, yeah, they should be one and three. They should be one and three. So for me, Patriots make the playoffs, but they don't win the division. First time in a long time. Yeah,
2: they've been owning that division for a so, decade plus.
0: That's gonna do it on this episode of the Clearing the Benches podcast for Matthew who's not on Twitter for <laughs> tweets for you can add him on Snapface yeah Snapface or or what was the 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 Instagram oh uh or, Exchange Exchange, exchange. Instagram. He's, Instagram. On the he's on the line he's on the line um for at Notorious GMT. and now Ross Castens. we'll catch you next time